0: Hey, hey, everyone. It's Salman Gracie. You're listening to the Expat Brat Podcast. How is everyone doing? I hope you've uh, had a wonderful day and everything is uh, tip-top in your <laughs> tip-top. Who uses that? Uh, I want to bring that back, tip-top. It's such a nice word, tip-top. How's everything? Tip-top, man. How's your wife? She's tip-top. <laughs> it sounds too close to TikTok now, though, now that I say it out loud. And, uh, well, people think I'm trying to... Cheat and bring back or, or copy TikTok because they didn't know Tip Top. Um, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to slip into some conversations this week. And in the next episode, I'll tell you how it goes. And <laughs> just just various times. Uh, Salon, what happened to your car? It scratched. Yeah, yeah. Last week it was Tip Top. Um, maybe not in that context. I don't know. How are you? Um, it's uh, the holy month of Ramadan in... Uh, all over the world, I suppose. <laughs> I was going to say Dubai, as if it's exclusive to us. But um, it's uh, it's it's generally a bit of a slowdown period here, and it's good for me, man. I haven't, I haven't had time like this in. Uh, let me let me just. I swear to God, I don't even know. All right, I don't even know. And this is pre having a kid. I I had this habit of making my life so busy that. Uh, just having this week off with nothing to do. And I've said no to a couple of things as well, just so I uh, honor the sanctity of this free time. And it's been great, man. It has been wonderful. It's, uh, it's given me time to reflect and think. And who am I kidding? I've been watching TV shows and spending... Well, you know, the good thing is I've been spending time with my wife and kid. And um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who knew getting a little bit of rest is good for your body and mind, right? <laughs> just just blew my mind that this is such a good thing to have. Um, and I hope you're having some of that time too. I've got really into meditation lately. I've been, uh, I have this on my Apple, on my I- iPhone. Uh, they have this Fitness Plus option. It's part of my package with the iCloud and whatnot. I don't know if, uh, if you have it. It's, it's great. Uh, and it gives you all these fitness videos. I ignore all the exercise videos and go straight into meditation. I'm like, what's the, what's the easiest thing to do? And then within that, I go into, I go into the least length of time videos, like five minutes tops tip. It's, it's a tip. No, it's not tip tops. Damn it. I was trying to slip it in. Uh, and, um, and, and the whole thing is, uh, it's uh, it's been great. It's been great to try uh, meditation. Uh, I try doing it every morning now, and it really kind of calms me down a little bit and sets me up in a great mood for the day. You know, it's, uh, it, it, and they've got like these different um, options in there in the videos of what to focus on. So there's like resilience and confidence and sleep and blah, 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 blah. Uh, I don't know how much of a difference there is between all of them because they all just require you to breathe and close your eyes and think about something. So they're all very similar that way, but I love it. I love it. It's a, it, it's a awesome thing for me and I uh, highly recommend to people who are not great into meditation. Um, I always, I've tried a little bit here and there before and uh, some people equate it to praying or whatnot and maybe it works for you, but I just felt, not having anything, not, not really having like this huge agenda. Like prayer is a huge agenda, right? You're you trying to link up with the highest power in the universe and possibly asking for forgiveness and whatnot and trying to recite some uh, scripture. It's a lot, right? It, it's not a lay back, kind of just chill out Thing you do so so that's why you know if you think oh i pray i don't need to do meditation i i just think just just strongly suggest give it a go um especially as i age you know you have like these 40 years of ideas and experiences and trauma right just built up trauma in your body and mind over these 40 years that it's uh that's nice to kind of do something to elevate that pain or just just not numb yourself, but just release it, you know, or deal with it in a in a nice way as opposed to turning to some evil vice or whatever I'm not gonna name. Cause it's Ramadan. Um, yeah. So so that's what's been happening in my life. I feel like I've turned a corner. It's a new chapter and I'm feeling great. Um, I don't know why I'm telling you guys this. It's um it just it just yeah, I just you know <laughs> I just feel like it's um like good things will happen this year. I've had this optimism from the start and it's started. I I don't want to say it out loud because then these people latch on to this thing and go, hey, uh, the power of the universe compels you to have a what? I don't know what I'm saying. It's like positive vibes and uh, law of attraction and blah, blah, blah. And I just go, listen. Yeah, positive thoughts. Let's do it. Like just anything, like anything else in the world. The minute human beings find something, we have this tendency to just just latch onto it and make it big somehow. You know, make it uh, important to study it, like uh, into the depths of the deepest oceans and whatnot. I mean, take pickleball. Uh, I think what's it called out here uh it's big in the u.s right now pickleball that crossover between tennis and laziness you know it's uh, um, a what, what's it called here man uh it'll come back to me but it's big and in the states in the u.s has become this huge thing but you know probably someone just started as a fad or fun i don't know the history of it and probably just someone started as a fad and they were having a little fun now it's turning into this industry and The demand's up because and and people want to get good at it. So now you got coaches teaching it and you got a league that's doing it. They're trying to sell it to some TV rights and, you know, kick off the league and whatnot. Make more money off it. And and I'm not against capitalism. It's just it's like literally anything you can take. I mean, we do it with water, right? Like we just bottle that shit up and sell it now. Basic human need uh, because we're just like, let's make money off this. So it's crazy. That's how humans operate, and and why did I go off on this tangent? I have no idea. I think I was just talking about some some minor thing, and I was going to turn into this commercial aspect anyway. Oh, this is this is why I was talking about this so I'm just completely on a different tangent, right? I, I was talking about life coaches, man. That stuff is crazy. You know why? Because uh, <laughs> as you, if you've been listening to my episode, I'm very skeptical about the whole situation, and it's not because i'm against them i just have this thing about like uh just just you know how dangerous it can be sometimes all right it's just life coach. like there's just this whole um like they just come across as big expensive cheerleaders to me all right they're they they are most of them the problem is it's an unregulated industry. So I could tomorrow, I could just go and tell everyone I'm a life coach. And I know there's some coaching uh, federations or whatever. I've been in that part of the world. I, I, I've dealt with it uh, when I was back in my corporate career. I don't think it's really regulated. It's just a bunch of people have said, we'll follow these trends. And, and I'm fine. They're, they're trying to make it good. The problem with it is you're dealing with people and you have no idea because if you haven't studied psychiatry, psychology, the social I don't know, whatever the mind, the brain, I don't know what qualifies you to think that you can look at someone and go, Hey, I'll fix them. You know, that's what, that's what the arrogance is about. I'll fix their life up. And 90% of these guys haven't had great lives themselves. I don't know what's your achievement, right? There's this trend in Dubai where a bunch of like ex school teachers, have just become life coaches. There's an article on that. And I just look at it and I go, what have you done in your life to think you could go around telling people how to live their life really well, right? Maybe if you have, if you've achieved something superhuman, I get it. I know people need help. Everyone does. Everyone is going through a terrible time. All right. But, But for you to have that arrogance is just mind-blowing to me. I know you think you learn it. A lot of them, you know, the problem with the life coaching is a lot of them uh, might not be just looking at it commercially. I think a lot of uh, us, probably some do, and they just want to make some money They think it's a quick way to get out of their corporate career and live this life, and then they find out it's not that easy. (sighs) If only they had a life coach to help them through that process. Um, (laughs) But the problem is most of them, uh, I think, mean well and i get that so i don't want to be too harsh but i want to be harsh so it's just it's it's the cost and the time for it i just don't think they're the right people it's it's just too easy to be a life coach that's my problem with it um i i would this is your life your brain you're putting in the hands of someone else and they're following templates that have been given to them and they're practicing and that's fine it works in a cookie cutter um industry uh, a cookie cutter if if we were able to be cut into cookie cutters, I don't, does that make sense? Like if we, all human beings just had the same thing going on for them, great, do it. But you don't have the capacity, a lot of these life coaches don't have the capacity to understand what's going on behind someone's back. Like one of my own pet peeves, right? Like I have ADHD and I, uh, before I was diagnosed and before I dealt with it, um I, I had these life coach type guys tell me about how if you're not able to finish off this project or this thing, then does it really mean that you want it? Proof is in the pudding, blah, blah, blah. And I go away feeling bad and thinking, yeah, maybe it's not my real passion. Maybe I'm not doing well enough. And, and they don't know what's going on in someone's head and mind, right? Only when I went to see a professional uh psychiatrist was were they able to diagnose, do some assessment, and go, "Hey, listen, we can help you with that." And my life evolved so much more because of it. You got to get to the right help. Now, and 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 the price difference isn't much that that's what shocks me more. I think it's about the same price that people charge out here, and so why not go to someone who's qualified in human brains (laughs) you know what i mean like just yeah just like human brains they know what it takes to operate it it's uh you could do it for minor things and stuff you could do it to get you on the right path or whatever but i you know there's just i don't think it's right all right so uh It's something people have come up to me a lot of times and said, hey, listen, why don't you do it? You're so great at talking to people, motivating people, trying to get them going and you're a positive person. And I'm like, but that doesn't qualify me to take someone else's life. Have you seen what my life is like? (laughs) There are things I'm still figuring out about this life. And I'm not going to go up, sit down with someone and say, hey, here's a template of how you should do things, because that's not how human beings operate. And then they do this whole thing of like just asking questions and we'll do it. So do psychiatrists and psychologists as well. You're not. If you've watched that show shrinking, it's awesome. Uh, by the way, just pitching that show up there. It's on Apple TV Plus. Uh, what a great show. What a great cast. Harrison Ford is amazing in it. So I'll, so side note, just watch that show. It's brilliant. Um, <clears throat> But they talk about the main character, like just going off the rails and telling. In fact, it's in the first episode uh, where where they basically talk about how therapists are not allowed to tell people what to do, right? And so I get that point. And, and it's funny because, you know, I think it's a pet peeve of people. <laughs> He's just looking at from both sides. You look at it and just tell someone what to do. But with the life coach thing, they haven't built that capacity to really dig in and understand. Because if you don't know how to identify something you won't be able to, right? I'm not just saying that, what was that? There was this color, I think, was it blue or something? This is a true thing, if it's not, tell me. (laughs) But I read about how when we couldn't see this color, uh, there was this color we didn't identify, I'm talking when human beings were evolving and shit, then we, because we didn't have a word for it, we didn't see it, isn't that, that's crazy. Right That we couldn't see it, so there' are things around us that we might not really see because we haven't identified it, and so you know when it's not in your head, it just uh you can't deal with it, so yeah, yeah, go to a therapist man, go find out what medicine you need, all right, and if it's not a medicine, there's still much more well-qualified to do the right thing, all right? And then uh, if you're looking for motivation, yeah, I mean, just go anywhere you want then. They're just cheerleaders, all right? Okay, okay, I will say this, all right? Here's, here's, for those of you who are trying to uh, justify to yourself, I'll tell you this, all right? Therapy, right? Therapy is focused on your deeper underlying issues, okay? Life coaching, it focuses on goal setting and motivation. My problem is your goal setting and motivation and blah, 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 if you've got underlying issues, which I think every human being does because that's why you're looking for help, all right? If you were so good and you were able to do everything by yourself, you wouldn't need support, all right, and so because you're looking out, there's some underlying issue. If you don't deal with that stuff, that whole goal setting and motivation, that's superficial stuff that will collapse every single time that you try doing something with it, all right? okay I, I i've done i've dissed enough on life coaches if it's worked for you good for you um <clears throat> there must be some little value in it I'm dealing with other stuff too man you know I've just been sitting around and i i gotta this is a little bit of a confession i'm'm I'm, I've mentioned this before but as an older person I find it really hard sometimes to deal with the social media aspect i wish I could just not use it, and you know, I, back in my day, <laughs> we when social media was just starting out, if I wanted to promote myself and my comedy shows, we handed out flyers <laughs> like you know some kind of desperate hot dog vendors just standing on the side passing out flyers. I've done that back in the day. I've seen it in New York as well. And now it's all just about social media, and, um, and I find that hard, uh, especially because of the digital content creation bit. Uh, A part of me enjoys it because I just like art, uh, you know, creating something. Uh, But I honestly, it's such a different skill set to performing live. And I like performing live because it's my, uh, I guess it plays to my various skill set. I enjoy it more and more comfortable on it. A camera and trying to bring my comedy into videos, I find really hard. And so I do these videos that I go like two days later, I'll be like, that was a terrible video. (laughs) And I'm not being critical. I don't care if it runs on the internet. Sometimes I have no idea because there are videos I put on and I think this is brilliant, man. This is the funniest thing I've ever done. The whole universe will acknowledge how funny this thing is because it's the funniest thing ever made. And I get crickets, right? Like there's like, two people who liked it and it has 10 views and then i put up something that i've just done in a rush or whatever just half-heartedly and then it goes uh viral and you go what is going on man (laughs) so i don't understand the internet and what you guys want on it all right and i've had loads of talks with big influencers and whatnot about how to make this work and i I can't i can't everyone has this theory and ideas and tips and techniques and none of them work for me so i don't think anyone really knows what they're talking about really like deeply and so this you know it just uh it just makes it hard it's um It's also more permanent, isn't it? Like, you know, if I do a joke on stage, it bombs. It's one night of disappointment. It's a very hard disappointment because it's in person. But it's one night of it. If a joke bombs on Twitter or whatever, I put it, it, it's an entire day of embarrassment. It's just out there, right? I could try going back and deleting it if I had time. Uh, but But then I don't know. What does it mean? It hurts less because bombing on Twitter... Or whatever on social media with a joke, just means no one. No one really shouts at you, right? The silence isn't really there. Uh, I don't know. It's both of them heard in a different way. It's just more permanent on social media. And if you're, you know, if you're not careful, social media just turns you into this like-seeking, attention-starved monster, right? But all of us actually do want to be that. Let's be honest, right? We want to be that monster. We look at it and go, "I, I can't believe people are just." you know, trying to do that. And then you open your phone to check. Uh, oh, shit. Well, uh, did no one like my last post that, and you feel bad about it. And it's just these things. Um, and, and it's also overwhelming for me nowadays, you know, because it's, it's, it, look, the great thing about online content creation, TikTok and everything is that anyone can do it. The terrible thing about online content creation is that anyone could do it. And so like, it's a flood of stuff. And now you I didn't get into it early on, so now I'm looking at it going, holy shit, there are like a million content creators, and every joke has been done. <laughs> it's just, it's it's hard to look at it and go, what do I do, you know? Now, it, it thanks, thanks to the internet, like not even the most obscure and niche joke can find like an audience, but, but let's be honest, that sometimes your audience is just your mom and your 3 Twitter followers man why am i talking about twitter like everyone uses this is how old i am this is <laughs> this is how irrelevant i am <laughs> and it's <laughs> You know, you don't even know how a joke will go. Like sometimes I've tried being edgy on social media and that shit can backfire because the last joke, like my, some of my family, I, you forget your family members are online as well and then they bring it up and you're like, oh no, they're also out there judging it and they'll bring it up when they, uh, it's nice when they go, Hey, that one was funny. That video was funny, but then you, it's. It's a little embarrassing because you're like, hey, but I put up like 50 videos. You, They all like just that one video, <laughs> which means what they're really saying is all the other ones were terrible. <laughs> the hit, the hit, um, the miss and hit ratio on the Internet. You got to get used to that as well. Right. It's just crazy. And then, you know, it's you just told jokes on stage and you just like would people like it and that was enough right that that's what made people decide you're a good comic and 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 promote you and be become your fan and now I just now I just feel like now as a comic I have to be an influencer a brand ambassador and a hashtag strategist I mean it's like a marketing class now right like you're just looking at this stuff going oh my god I got to I really have to do this and and then you're stuck with it it's like addicting, right? You, I've, everyone loses countless. I'm just sitting there on Instagram, just, just scrolling TikTok, just scrolling. In, you know, instead of doing what I should be doing, which is writing jokes. But hey, you know, at least I'm up to date on the latest meme. Because that's another thing that just annoys me when people talk about these memes, and you have to, you have to know it. <laughs> it's, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, I, I, I really, I, I, I used to think I was funny. Then I started reading the YouTube comments on my videos and realized, I don't know, I'm like a clown at a kid's birthday party or something. It's just one in a million. Um, That's uh, that's a lot going on in my head about about social media. If you would like to share your tips and techniques and make me a tip-top social media user, Uh, then please, uh, by all means, do it. Um, Please send me your love and notes. I'd still keep an open mind and see I could learn something from someone, right? Anywho, uh, listen, I'm watching Ted Lasso. I've already recommended Shrinking. There's a new series out called Beef. It has Steve, Stephen, Steve Yoon? Yoon, is that how you pronounce it? The uh, Walking Dead guy and Ellie Wong. Um, I've heard great things about it. I'm going to watch it. I'll tell you how it was next week. Um, and yeah, and someone pray for the Bulls and the Lakers are in the playoffs, man. I can't believe that, I can't believe that my still my go to will be the Celtics um, they're not the most fun team to watch, but they're good, they're a good team. Uh, let's see what happens. Playoffs coming up soon. I hope you all excited. Anywho, guys, I got to go uh, chill out. Have some fun. Enjoy your weekend. And I will catch you in the next episode. Show some love. Share the episode. Leave some comments, especially if you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts. It, would, it goes a long way in supporting the show. I appreciate it very much. Uh, take care. Goodbye. Or as a dog would say, woof.